My name is Nick Humphreys, here with Thomas Regula and Colin Bernier. Today we're going to do a week one breakdown. We're going to see how everybody did, uh, who had the best overall scores, some of the best individual players of the week, that type of thing. How was everybody's weekend? What did you guys think of week one? Thomas? Crazy. I mean, those one o'clock games were unbelievable. From obviously all of us watching the Browns game, our hearts were stunned. I mean, oh, yes. I was, I was, I'm so in shock. That was incredible. And then going to even the Colts Houston tie, you had that Pittsburgh Cincy game, which was just wild. Um, a few of the Saints Falcons, it was, it was a great way to start the season. I'm happy as football is back, and uh, you know, we get to turn it around here real quick Thursday night with Chiefs, Chiefs Chargers. So, uh, looking forward to it. I think it was a good week one. Uh, it, I would say that maybe that Thursday night game we were excited about was a little bit less exciting. Thomas, I know you were watching that one, particularly with Matthew Stafford. That was not a great. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, the hangover, the uh, Super Bowl hangover might be real. You know, they're going to come out flat. Um, but yeah, all in all, even that Sunday night game was a little bit of a stinker as well, but you're going to, you're going to have those. Colin, what yeah. uh, what'd you think of all of them? Yeah, Colin, how about your Monday night game? Your big Dude, game. Of the I week? think I prematurely texted Blake so many times because he was scoring a bunch of points and like Sunday and stuff. I was like, "Dude, f you!" Like I thought he was gonna kick my ass, but he put he's up like early big week as well. Second and highest in the uh, second highest in the league. You guys both came out swinging, and it's lucky. I mean, any other person Blake would have gone against, he would have beat him. Yeah. I, after that Buffalo game, I think his name should have been Buffalo Blake, by the way. He's got a bunch of Buffalo guys. Buffalo Blake. That's not a bad one. It's not a bad one, especially because Lazard didn't even play. Did he even play this week? I think he was out this week. He was he out. Was out. Uh, how about yeah, how about we start with that that matchup, Colin versus Blake? So yeah, like I said, Colin's big day was Monday with the Denver game. And Although Denver didn't win the game, like I think uh, they your your players, you know, had a pretty good fantasy week, at least all together. And Jerry Judy got that big touchdown, which that was completely the big chunk. Maker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he had Cortland Sutton. So honestly, if Cortland Sutton would have had a touchdown instead of Jerry Judy, it would maybe I don't know I don't know exactly how it would have turned out, but could have been definitely closer that way. I was trying to figure it out. Like every time uh, they would throw it to him, the Sutton, I was like, is this good or bad for me? I don't know. What's what I mean, is you the get point points for... for it too? So, yeah. Yeah. But if you're on, with it being a wide receiver, it's probably better from the receiver standpoint just because you're getting two full points, if not more. It um, is, or but... Russell, I mean, you got to base it off like, you know, 25 yards. But where if he po- eventually gets a point. If your opponent is gonna like if they if your opponent's receiver is gonna score a touchdown, the best possible thing for you is if your quarterback's the one throwing it to him. So, right. Yeah. No, agreed on that. But uh okay so the final score of, of this matchup was 204.2 points for Colin, which is the the weak high of out of everybody. And 
Blake had 179.28 points, which is the second highest, I believe, score of the week. And yeah, it was a it was a hell of a matchup. Blake had Josh Allen, who who went off this week. He had Stephon Diggs, who had a hell of a week. Michael Thomas came out, Welcome and back. Robbie Anderson came out, but I think he got banged up in this game. Is he? Am I wrong about that? I think he might be questionable. Yeah, Robbie Anderson? I don't yeah. think he is. No. No, they're saying he's. Uh, yeah, they're saying he's a lot of top waiver wire picks. Um, in some leagues, but yeah, I haven't Blake seen anything about that. Yep. Blake was smart enough uh, to draft him. Both, both of you guys him. across the board. It's two good looking teams, two good looking scores. I mean, you got to, after week one, be happy looking at that. Saquon looked like old Saquon, which is a good sight for you, Colin. I was very nervous about him in general. It's like he could be trash. Who Who is Blake's other running back? Oh, yeah, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, yeah. he went. He, oh, he, he went, went crazy. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that two headed monster they got in. That two headed monster at back they have in Detroit will be nice, but it is Detroit, so who long, who knows how long they can keep it up? I don't know. Their offense looked kind of nice, and like, I'm not a huge fan of Jared Goff, and I don't think he's you know a great quarterback, but he's been to a Super Bowl. He's played a bunch of games, and like, he's not the worst starting quarterback like in the NFL right now. So nope. I mean they could just keep I, and who knows they're they're still floating off of the, the hard knocks experience, I think. So maybe they could have a decent season. And there's gonna I, be I one of those like teams that are gonna be uh yeah they're just gonna be one of those teams to keep you know just kind of crawling their way back in never gonna be out of a game type deal. Right. So just real quick, let's uh, look at the benches. I think Blake made a good decision on pretty much everybody. Uh, top two in his line. The... Yeah, his top two were both out before uh, before kickoff. And that uh, J.K. Dobbins, you mean? Yeah, and Lazard both announced were out before kickoff. But I mean, so... still obviously had a great week. Right. And oh, then yeah. and then Colin, I think he did a pretty good job starting. He should have started. Obviously, you had a dominant performance, but didn't leave too many points on the bench that could have been plugged in there. So that's good. Uh, how about we look at Ungi versus Canton Bigger Dicks? Ungi pulled out a win. Who I think it was Tyler who picked Ungi last week. And shit, that reminds me, I forgot to write down our picks. So that sucks, but uh, <laughs> that was, that's bad preparation on my part. But Nick Chubb did have a good week, and Tyler said, you know, Tyler called Nick Chubb, and he called Ungi as the winner, and I think, yeah, he got it on this one. And I honestly, Mike didn't have a bad week either. And yeah, that Darnell Mooney is just kind of kind of always tough to look at when you got a number two receiver only giving you less than two points. And that, T. Higgins, that T. Higgins concussion did not help. I mean, right. obviously that was bad. Uh, and if I think if T Higgins would have had a normal week, Mike would have probably won. Yeah, and I think he started but, uh, out hot with the yeah, Buff- Buffalo's like, defense got twenty um, something, twenty seven. Yes, Buffalo's defense got twenty seven for him. And Jonathan Taylor showing why he, uh, you know, was drafted number one overall. And he has he has Cade York, the fucking hero of Cleveland, this week. 
So that's. I feel like I need I need to buy his jersey. I know, honestly. I think if, if I don't want to speak too soon, that was a huge fucking kick he made, and he's like the best kicker we've had since Phil Dawson. So just like I, I really like him. I hope he stays on that trajectory. But uh, yeah, I wanted to say something really quick. I, I in the off season, I tweaked like some points and stuff. So you get negative points uh, for interceptions. Like I, I'm sure you guys clicked on your individual players this week and saw like your point breakouts and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll get to it. Thomas made it change his team name. Um, but it's like, yeah, your quarterback can get negative points with those interceptions. And if your players fumble, they're going to get negative points for that and that type of thing. Yeah, Obviously, if, if they have negative total yards, they're going to get minus points for that. Although, if you have starters, that typically doesn't happen for them. But but one thing I did change was defense. I wanted to make defense more relevant. And so they're able to get a little more points this season, like – Mike's Bills defense got him 27 points. That was like the second highest point runner on his team for the week. I don't think that's going to happen like every week. And the Bills have like a great defense, but I just wanted them to be more relevant. So I, I don't, I want to know, I want some feedback on what you guys think about that. Uh, if you guys I like it. Okay. Thomas, what are you, how are you feeling? Yeah. About that? I like it. What, what changes were made to the defense? Uh, it's just like the, I think I don't I don't have the breakout right in front of me. Yeah, no, I, I like I like it that they're getting points instead of you're, it's always terrible when they still do a good job and you only get like twelve points. Max. I want them to be a relevant part of the team. And basically, it's just like uh, I think sacks get you more points, interceptions will get you more points, and stuff like that. Yeah, no, yeah, I think this definitely scoring, more yeah, I think this scoring is good. And I like how you did that with both fumbles and interceptions. That should definitely count I mean, like scoring. In our PPR league, in our our players have the potential to earn more points. But I want there to be a little bit of a a balance to that. So that's why I added a couple negatives in there. If you guys don't like it, we can discuss changing it, obviously. But I think that's I think it's fun and hopefully you guys feel the same about it but uh but yeah i think like for mike in particular the bills defense is going to be like super a, a big part of his team like obviously they're one of the best defenses in the league and if i was mike i would not be streaming defenses i would keep the bills as long as i can you know what i mean because they're you know for sure gonna put up points for them yeah when you get those top few defenses you don't really have to bounce back and forth unless you see a favorable Matchup on waiver yeah. wires or something. And, oh, I want to touch on this too. On Ungi's team, jumping back to Ungi. I told you Clyde might be back. I mean, it's just week one. But I think that's going to be a huge part of Ungi's team. He had a, a really nice week one. And he's in a really good offense. And so. I mean, the Chiefs I, look like the, I, I the Chiefs. Look like the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs. Mahomes exactly, they look like the Chiefs of old. Being an absolute stud. And he's got some other – I mean, obviously, Jamar Chase. Who's – he's he's unbelievable. Some of yeah. those catches he had at the end he's, of those – at the end of that stunned. game. I mean, it's, since he should have won that game. <laughs> that damn long snapper. I mean, I, I, it's, that's a tough way to go, but I'll take it. And, 
You know, you never want to wish this upon somebody, but TJ Watt getting hurt is huge for the AFC North. Yeah, it really is. I think <laughs> as a Browns fan, yeah, like that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's not bad for us to hear that. Obviously, he's because one of the best players be... in the league. You don't want to see anybody get hurt. You don't wish that on anybody. But if, if there's a silver lining in anything, it's like, all right. We're Browns fans. Like, that's not a bad thing for us. Nope. So. nope. Uh, and also, not a bad thing for Miles Garrett because he's that's one of his top competitors for, like, defensive player of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but to get back to this matchup, I think it was a big win for Ungi and not a bad loss for Mike. And honestly, <laughs> Mike's team looks – pretty good so i'm not really worried about it for him moving forward they both did good with like who they started mm-hmm. too yeah they didn't leave too many points on the bench there oh mike sterile henderson there that's a big for a running back that's not just sitting on the bench like that like i could not believe the cam makers Barely played. That was that, that. That was kind of shocking. Where I, I I don't I don't blame Mike for sitting Henderson on the bench when he's got Stevenson oh no or Jones. yeah I did not think Henderson would have that big that was just like, that was just I a saw, bad game by the Rams. I saw him start like the game for them in their first series, and I was like, oh my god, that's not Cam Akers. That's Daryl Henderson, and he stayed in like the whole game. I think Cam Akers had like three rushes the whole time which is crazy so daryl henderson is clearly the starter for the rams unless they really have some sort of crazy offense where they're gonna where they feel so much different you know about one running back versus one defense or the other running back versus another defense like matchup wise but i can't see that happening and i honestly daryl henderson is like that's a pretty big the rant the He's Rams can be uh, the Rams can be a little shaky this year. Um, even with you know, depending how healthy Stafford is, and but that's the thing. I don't know. Okay, it's just been it's coming off be Super Bowl. Yeah, I think Stafford. I mean, yeah, be... I think it was a bad game for him, and they're playing a great defense in the Bills. So Thomas, I know you have him on your team. So I, I'm not. Yeah, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. I'm just talking. I'm just talking about the Rams. I'm just, no, I'm just talking about the Rams in general. But if he is, I'm saying if he is, that's even better for Henderson because they're going to be handing the ball off more. So, Mike, I think that's a good guy to have on your bench there. All right, let's go to Luke versus Tom Roth. Uh, And this is a good point to bring up the names this week, uh, team names. I think – Who's Luke now? I think there was just two changes this week. (laughs) Yeah, and Luke has changed his name to – Team Fuck Your Podcast, which in the spirit of changing your names and in the spirit of, uh, you know, trolling people in the league, you know, I applaud you, Lucas, for the creative. Come on. Bring it to the pod. Yeah. And we'll have you on. Of course, everybody's going <laughs> to be on at some point. So, uh, but yeah, I would love to hear your your feelings about it further than just your team name, but I can improve or I can appreciate your your team name. And the creativity that went into it, I'm sure a lot of thought went into that team name. But I'm happy you changed it. You caved to my podcast request. Obviously, you're listening. So that's good. 
I'm, I'm happy. Thank you, Lucas, for doing that. Unfortunately, your team name did not help your team too much this week. Tough week for Lucas, I think, a little bit. Not a terrible, I don't know, like your team overall didn't seem to do terrible. And Tom Roth did have a good week. But I was kind of saying at the beginning, I wasn't sold on Derrick Henry, and he came out and sort of had a lackluster week, and he is supposed to be a huge part of your roster. So I don't know. Titans in general just kind of looked like the crap as it was. Yeah. And then the Lucas, I will say, Lucas, on your bench, James Robinson, I would not have started him. I definitely wouldn't have started him this week. So I don't blame you for that. But having him on your bench is like, that's a really big player. I think he's going to be a big part of Jacksonville's offense. He obviously had a good week one, 21 points down there. So, you know, I just, your team doesn't look bad moving forward. Looking at Tom's team, I think he had a good week one. I I don't know what I don't know what the projections were. Oh, actually, yeah, the week one projections are right next to it. <laughs> That's stupid of me. Uh, Lucas did not live up to his projections. I think Derrick Henry had most caused most of that. That's why. Uh... Look at that, though. Chase Edmonds projected 11.7, finished 11.7. That's what do you call that? Consistency or fucking computer genius? That's just analytics. Scam. Analytics. <laughs> he is just a robot and just does what the uh, fantasy program tells him to do. Well, yeah, looking at Tom's team, it definitely helps when your defense gets you 32 points. Yeah. Steelers defense, but. Wow! Again, that's, that's again, crazy. Walk getting hurt like that is not going to be good for Tom's defense. I don't know I mean, necessarily he might have to kill him, but he's going to have to start part. playing the waiver wire. At least consider the waiver wire, you know. Mm -hmm. But they clearly outplayed their expectations. I mean, the projection was fourteen points; they got thirty-two points. Especially, so, uh, you know, a Cincinnati team who is supposed to be deadly in offense. And if they would have had a normal week, it's not like – I mean, they clearly were a big part of his win, but he had other big big performances. Devontae Adams went off. Kyler Murray, even though they didn't look great, he got him 22 points, which is which is good. And Christian Kirk, I, I was confident about Christian Kirk all offseason, and he had a pretty good game. He's number one, number one guy in Jacksonville. Nick Folk, not doing too much for you, though, Tom. Maybe look at the waivers. Julio Jones on your bench, that's got to be an exciting prospect to have sitting down there. And Kadarius Tony definitely did not live up to it. but Drake London, though, as a rookie, didn't do a too bad rookie debut. Yeah. Tom, you outdid your, your projection and had a good week. Welcome, um, to, the league. Welcome to the league, Tom. Welcome to the league, Tom. Congratulations. <laughs> Speaking of welcome to the league, we're going to look at Shuey versus Dylan. Uh, Shuey, it's a disappointing week for Shuey. Uh, he had Dak Prescott, did not do well, obviously, and got hurt in the game. You don't have a backup quarterback on your bench, so you're going to be playing the waivers. Yeah, the quarterback Kittle, or looking for to trade. 
Yeah, he's already hitting the injury bug big time with Elijah Mitchell going out, Dak going out, Kittles already was out week one. Walker's finally making his debut next week, but and he's already got his IR filled up. Is Mike Williams hurt? Or what the hell happened uh, to Mike Williams? Just didn't play well? Yeah, no, he's he's good. I mean, he had three uh, Keenan, I think Keenan Allen's actually out next week. Yeah, I think Keenan Allen's hurt. Mike Williams will be a stud. Okay. Yeah, Mike Williams. I mean, he just didn't live up to his expectations. For None week, of – he just had a bet. This is like one of those classic bad fantasy weeks. Yeah. I mean, that's shit. It. That's why team's good. Shit. If I got to say yeah. anything about it, I mean, obviously your quarterback situation is – that's disappointing. You can you, – you'll be able to find somebody. Hopefully maybe make a trade or something. I got Derek Carr on my bench. For the long term, that's not going to kill your whole season, I don't think. But at least you kind of had like a bunch of shitty weeks. Like none of these players are going to have that bad of weeks. I don't think. I mean, Mike Williams is not going to do that bad. Week one, they're just getting the butterflies out. Yeah. I don't know. Damian Pierce didn't really start. But who knows? He's a rookie, so. Again, week one. Elijah Mitchell, did he get hurt? No, I think the Jets just suck. <laughs> Joe Flacco no, has Francisco. a – Oh, Elijah Mitchell. I'm sorry. I thought you said Elijah Moore. Yeah, Elijah Mitchell did get hurt. He's out for uh, at least two months. Oh, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to hit the waivers. Uh, we'll get to the waiver order in a little bit, but – and I think Jeez. Najee even got uh, banged up a little bit as well. Yeah, he Najee. did, man. You're going through injuries. Yeah, yeah it's tough. I feel your pain, buddy. Yeah. I think Najee, it's not a season. I, I I don't fear him for the whole season. You know what I mean? Not like really? uh, in the situation where I might drop him at this point, like Elijah Mitchell. I don't know who you're trying to save, Dak or Elijah, on your IR, but – yeah, you got some decisions to make. Uh, looking at Dylan's team, had a pretty good week. Jalen Hurts, um, he's good, and he's good for fantasy. He'll keep having consistently good weeks, I think. Yeah, especially with his ground, with moving on his feet as well. He's uh, he's a nice dual threat quarterback. I mean, Dylan won this week, and he's everybody had like decent weeks for him, but guys that you thought might have huge weeks didn't even go off. You know, so I think Dylan, you your team's looking good. Like Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones, I think they're they're gonna get better. Yeah, Aaron Jones just that whole Packers offense kind of looked like Crab got down early and weren't really running the ball from there. Good job putting Antonio Gibson in your flex there, Dylan, for that that big performance he had. Kyle Pitts, what the hell? He's supposed to be good, like really good. He's supposed to be really good, and he barely did anything. I don't understand. I haven't been uh, in my dynasty league, and it's frustrating. It probably doesn't help when you're playing for the Falcons, who are this. Their Falcons are terrible, right? And but Dylan also looking at DJ Moore. He's going to be good. I'm glad he didn't do well against the Browns. And right. after after this week, I'll be rooting for DJ Moore because I thought I, honestly going into the season thought he was going to be good. He is really good. Have like a breakout season. Looking at your bench, I mean, I'm excited about Jahan Dotson. He had a good 
week one. I think he's just going to keep getting better. You look good. That Washington's receiving core is really nice between him, McLaurin, and uh, Curtis Samuel coming back too. What's this? Uh, what's the quarterback? Carson Wentz, Car- the guy Carson who was getting Wentz. on a couple of weeks ago, had, is like had the number three like quarterback performance in fantasy this week, and he's currently like the top person on waivers at the moment. Maybe somebody Shuey might be looking at to pick up uh, this week. Honestly. He might not be that good, but he's got some fucking good receivers and some good weapons, and they might just, like, keep him afloat. Like, you know, they have the potential to make big plays. Obviously, he's going to throw some touchdowns. So, yeah, I mean, you got some player, you got some guys on your bench you might want to look at putting in next week or at least maybe maybe trading for some other teams might need. The phones are going to start ringing for some quarterbacks. Phones will be ringing yep. for some people. I Something I wanted to say, if you guys know that you want to be trading this week or you have guys that you're willing to trade, put it in the group or text me and we'll say it on here or whatever. But, like, don't be shy about trading. Like, like at least put it out there if you're willing to trade somebody. Put it out there so people know and can try to, like, make you an offer or something like that. Um, Do you mean put it in the um, what group chat, like the message board or the Discord thing? Uh, either. I I would say like the Discord seems like people see that and are responding, responsive in there. But yeah, if someone's if on the block, just make a group announcement. Yeah, make a group announcement. I mean, we talk to each other, but I'm just saying like, make sure you say that you're interested in trading them or say that you're looking for a running back or wide receiver or something like that. So people know because some people aren't like looking through people's teams saying, oh, look, Shuey's quarterback got hurt this week. I should offer him a trade or something like that. So, um, okay, let's look at the next matchup. Next, we're talking about Thomas and Matt's matchup. Uh, I think this was the closest one of the week. Uh, Thomas had 110 points. Matt had 112 points. Pretty close. Yeah, we both kind of had our, you know, duds of the week. Nothing really happened. Um, I I said it going into last week, and obviously there was a massive difference, but uh, I said it was going to come down to quarterback play, and we can see that my quarterback got outscored by 35 points. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Matt's got to be feeling good about Mahomes. Yeah, that's uh that's if he can keep that up all season, we're gonna probably look at another MVP one here. Mahomes obviously outplayed his projection. He had 42 points this week, 42 fantasy points. He killed it. Uh surprisingly, Alvin Kumara did not have a great week. I'm, I'm not sure yeah. what's going on. Yeah, kind did of an upsetting week for his I did not. I didn't really see kind of what was happening with it. Um, I know Jameis was throwing the ball quite a bit, but not too sure uh, as to what was going on. I mean, just looking at it, it was definitely a disappointing week for for both of his running backs, or all three. Um, which is which? Yeah, I, I'm not sure what's going on with Kamara. Surprising. I I mean, people aren't high on Josh Jacobs. He didn't have a terrible week, but didn't. Uh, didn't even get 10 points. And Alvin Kamara with that 8.5, That's that didn't seem normal. But Matt still got the win. So hopefully those those guys 
come back up and uh, start playing better, get him some more points. I thought he has a rib injury or no. Who's that? Kamara. I know he's questionable right now. Yeah, I think so, he got so limited he touches. Does have, he does have a rib injury. So, yeah, that's, that's why. Nice. Yeah, they limited him to 39 snaps. But, you know, if he can oh. get healthy, that's he, he's a deadly running back. And same with Jacobs. I mean, Jacobs is in a powerful offense. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too worried about those guys, especially with Renfro and even looking at uh, Allen Robinson as well, you got to hope that the Rams will get their uh, get their offense back. I don't think Allen Robinson is someone to worry about. I, I give him a couple more weeks before you consider dropping him or maybe moving him. I don't know. Maybe moving to I don't know. I I think this was an anomaly of a week for the Rams in general. So I'm not out on Allen Robinson. Uh. Hopefully Terry McLaurin can keep doing well. I mean, his those other receivers over there in Washington seem to be producing fantasy points, and uh, Carson Wentz, I guess, can can throw the ball. Over yeah, there, he's so. a, he's a clear cut number one out there, which is will probably help him to his cause. That you know these guys will help and hurt his cause with these guys uh, getting some more targets, will maybe take off a little defensive pressure for him. Hunter Renfro, I don't know. <laughs> he's got a, he's got Josh Jacobs and Hunter Renfro. Las Vegas didn't seem that great this week, although Devontae Adams had, got his points. So I don't know. 49ers had a decent uh, week with 14 points, but you're right, Thomas Patrick Mahomes just carried him. Yeah, that's uh, just, just looking at it. I uh, I made a late switch. You know, I I had. Uh, Patterson in all week, and then I made a late Oof. switch to put Waller in. Um, you know, figured it had to go that with the hurts. veteran guy. Yeah, Don't I, know, I, thought think the Saints, I thought the Saints defense was gonna come out a little bit hotter than they did, but that's what I get. Um, the Don't one, you know, good, the one good thing, you know, it's it's week one. I'm not too concerned. The nice thing I do, 84 points on the bench. Tough to see, but it's promising. Yeah. Got some players, uh, players to work with. Yeah, yeah. Poor uh, yeah, both of you both of you guys had had guys on your team that just I think underproduced. Although Kareem Hunt had a big game, two touchdowns that that'll give you a big score for fantasy. And yeah, I mean the bottom the bottom of half of my lineup was uh you know outperformed the whole top. You just left. I thought DK had more points than that. I feel like when I was watching it. It was coming down. It was coming down to last night. I was down ten points going into it, and I was watching. It was it was tough. He had a fumble that I think would have had me Ugh. beat him. It would have. If we actually would have been tied at one twelve. He had one catch for a, another like ten yards, and then gets popped with a fumble, and it dropped me down to one ten. Tough way to go out. We won, but yeah, you know, it's it's early. They couldn't really make any big plays i watched that game and yeah he was there getting he got the ball but couldn't seem to like make any big plays after the catch i mean this is what the the seahawks offense is going to be all year they're not but I mean, he's a, a big strong player and he can make he can produce those plays just wasn't the week that he, you know he just didn't do it last week but like i said i hope he gets traded to here in the next six weeks, <laughs> someone who's actually contending with the 
reasonable quarterback. You think he's Smith. No way. They're keeping him. Like he could. They're keeping him. Uh, okay, let's go to the last. Last but not least, uh, me versus Tyler. And I fucking told you guys. Nobody voted for me. And what did I say? You guys would regret it. Came out. Trey Lance didn't have a great game. He had 10 points, but that's fine because the rest of my team, well, the rest of my team, except for Tony Pollard, which I can get to that in a little bit, was pretty fucking dominant. And Justin Jefferson is pretty fucking good, and I'm very excited about him. So, yeah, that's you guys, so upsetting. You I got don't know. him at eight. Take a peek. Go ahead and take a peek at my wide receivers and what they did. Receivers look good. Yeah. It also helps. It also helps when you have his two receivers, his top two, put up four or five points. So, yeah. oh well, like, I mean, his, his bottom two players there in defense. He didn't have a, defense, okay. seventeen points. Wow. We'll go through and rank everybody uh, sort of by points, like whether they won or lost, just who had the most points. Tyler didn't have like a, a terrible week. Mm. I mean, no, Devonta Smith or whatever his name is didn't score. Yes, Devonta Smith, yeah, was... zero points, which was pretty shocking. But other than that, that's you a know good... who ate on that team? AJ Brown, the real number one receiver on the Eagles. Him and uh, Jalen Hurts are gonna have a fucking hell of a season. And that's my number three wide receiver on my team. It's my that's my number one. That's my first flex spot. Yeah, those are good. Those are all good. That. Those are all good four receivers right there. I'm scared about Tony Pollard. I don't know what I'm going to do with him. You're that was a tough choice. Eight. That was a coin flip. Him Consider or who was it Hall? Between him and Hall, and obviously it wouldn't have made make it wasn't a make or break for the rest for my overall score. But you want to make the besides, right decision. Besides Fournette, though, your running backs are a little shaky. I yeah. mean, it's going to be. I, I mean, it's going to be the same. Dallas, who knows what's going to ha- happen there? I mean, I got Zeke as well, so they're both could just be terrible running backs this year. Yeah. I'm scared. Yeah, I don't know what they some of them what they call it hero RB or whatever. I have one good running back, and the rest of them are just like basically. I'm treating my second running back position as a flex. I'm going to start AJ Brown, and I'm pretty and I guess I'll flex out that last position. But I'm pretty confident in uh, Gabe Davis down there. Yeah, I mean, when you have your receivers do that every week, you should be in the running back position. Doesn't really matter. Tyler had Jarvis so, benched. Yeah, Jarvis on his bench. That was, I mean, I wouldn't have started him over who? Who would you have started him? No, no one. Yeah, you can't. Start but him he just had a good week. It's tough. Jamal Williams had it's a good week. Like, of course. Who do you start him over? I don't know. I mean, he, he AJ Dillon. It was yeah, it was AJ Dillon or Jamal Williams. Both the other big story. Obviously. The other big story for Tyler is Christian McCaffrey. Against the Browns defense, he had Christian McCaffrey and he had the Browns defense. Browns defense obviously just fucking shut him down, gobbled him up. He couldn't really get get loose. He got he he caught a bunch of passes and got some yards that way, and that's how we kind of got his 16 points. But honestly, he was struggling. Like most hey, of the game, did he I, didn't have. Hey, what did I tell you? AJ Dillon's going to be a better running back. Already week Holy one, shit. already proved it. <laughs> Holy shit, Thomas, you're no. right. <laughs> no, no. I don't I'm know, but I've, I've been hearing chirpings that A.J. Dillon might be, by the end of the season, the better running back on Green Bay. And the dude's a monster. Jones, he is, is so big. Scary. He's getting those 
those he's getting those goal line uh goal line goal carries because he's yeah. just a bruiser. But he can catch the ball too. But uh but I mean I don't think Devontae Smith is gonna have zero points. No, that that like Eagles offense is no. too high. That offense That's is too high powered. CeeDee Lamb, though, like without Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb is a scary prospect. I don't know what you do with him the rest of the season. Like, do you keep him as you? I don't. Yeah, you have. How to. many? He? Oh, you yeah, he only got as of now. Four. I mean, it, Dak played most of the game. He didn't get hurt until like late in the third or the fourth quarter. And CD, their offense did not look good. I mean, it really did not look good. I was watching it for for Tony Pollard. CD Lamb was I don't know not getting open or what, but they did not look good even before Dak went out. And now that Dak is out, and I don't know whatever the backup quarterback is that went in. I mean, they're talking about uh, Jimmy G potentially in there this week. Could be an option. No, I'll be honest. I, as a as a guy who has <laughs> Trey Lance. My name, my team name is named after Trey Lance. They're not getting rid of Jimmy G after the after week one performance. They're going to. I, I, I would. I wouldn't either. After they're hedging you know, their bet. I mean, yeah, I'm not absolutely. saying that they're giving up on Trey Lance. They they're not. No, I I. Agree. But why would I'm, they? Why would they rush to get rid of Jimmy G at this point? It's not like Trey Lance came out and had a hell of a game and he balled. What out. would they get for him? Because Jerry Jones would probably throw the That's, house. <laughs> that is the only thing. That's the right. only thing. If they, they could get offer like a, a whole bunch, bunch. for him, but because it, the, I gonna, mean, who else it, is out there? If you if need you're a talking about trades, Jerry Jones can't write a check. I don't think it works like that. I think it's like you have to trade no, them like yeah. draft picks and players to get this. You're guy. right. You're right. No, he's but not we'll going. I've, see, I've seen it. Just kind of. I've seen some headlines about it. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, it makes the most sense. It makes the most sense. But uh, but yeah, I think Christian McCaffrey. For Tyler is going to continue to be a good player. I'm glad that the Browns defense showed up and didn't let him score a lot of points because he could have been a game changer for Tyler's team. But uh, all in all, I mean, two good, two solid weeks from from both squads. My bench doesn't look too strong. Tyler left some points on his bench. I mean, Jarvis Landry, if he produces at least somewhat like he did this week. He'll be a, a a guy you might be able to plug in for one of those two receivers he's got. Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey, of course, is going to start. AJ Dillon, that's a good flex position. That's a good flex player there. But depending what ETN has, I mean, he looked good even too. Opening week coming off an ACL. It just sucks for Tyler that he can't put Travis Kelsey. Like Travis Kelsey has to be a flex position because, like, you could put Jamal Williams in there as a flex. That's why we did you know that. I mean? uh, that's why we did that. Well, I know. I, I didn't originally want to get rid of tight ends, and everybody sort of talked me into it. And then we switched it to a flex. I mean, it is what it is. I'm just saying, in this particular situation, Travis Kelsey being his his best pass catcher on the team right now, and he's forced to play him in the flex spot, so he can't get any of those extra guys. Was it from the bench in one flex and one tight end last year? Yes. 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 Okay. So I mean, I like it both just, ways. I, yeah, I like it this way. I didn't think I would. I do. I'm not going to change it back. Uh, obviously, not this season. And I'm just going to keep uh, Unless we have a real pushback about it, I'm not going to change it back. But it's just something you got to think about. 
when you're talking about strategy, obviously he didn't think CeeDee Lamb and Devonta Smith were not going to produce. I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have guessed CeeDee Lamb would have been one of his best scorers this week. But Yeah, that's t- – I mean, four – is what it is. You can't predict that. It's just – yeah. Okay. Um, let, now let's look at the total – let's look at the standings real quick. This is – this is standings based on wins and losses. And then obviously within the people who won, it's going to be based on um, points, I believe. And, you know, so that's how, that's how it's, it's ranked. Um, Colin, you're, you're in the first position. You're in rank, you're, you're ranked number one at this point. Um you won this week and you had the most points and I think you're projected the most points moving forward. Uh, I'm in second place. Tom Roth is in third place. Ungi is in fourth place. Dylan is in fifth place. Matt is in sixth place. So all the, the first six guys won their games this week. Blake is in seventh place. Mike is in eighth place. Tyler is in ninth place. Thomas is in 10th place. Luke is in 11th place. And Shuey is in 12th place. And obviously those last six guys lost their games. Let's look at everybody based on points. Because like I said, Blake had the second best performance based on total points this week. He had 197. The only person to beat him was Colin, who had 204 points um but obviously they face each other so blake lost this week um which is disappointing for him i honestly his team, got lucky his, his team is really good i mean it Colin, is really you, good i love i love i mean Buffalo's going to be super good and he's got a bunch of buffalo dudes he's got a good team yeah, i got he's lucky got a good team it's just that's the matchup he got this week so hopefully he continued his team continues to perform like that um I had the third most points, 174. Tom Roth. I mean, Tom Roth, the computer didn't like him. But his his team did pretty good. 148 points. Ungi, fourth most points. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ungi, fifth most points. 145. Mike, next with 138. Tyler with 132. Dylan, 124. Matt, 112, Thomas, 110, Lucas, 106, and Shuey, 72. So, a little bit of variation there at the bottom. What's that? Long season ahead. Yeah, a long season ahead. And obviously, you just got to beat the guy that week. The win is what matters at this point. I mean, we're going to pay out the person with the most points in the regular season at the end. But a win is what you want. So all you got to do is beat the guy that you're playing that week. I'm going to just real quick pull up the projected final standings. Mike, who was the whole offseason since we drafted, was projected number one, got bumped down to number two. So still looks good for Mike. Colin jumped from number four to number one. I mean – it seems obvious. Your team was amazing. Obviously, had the most points this uh, week. 
But like, I'm also going to have weeks really where it's the opposite, though. <laughs> Just well, the, the, the scary thing is your team is based a lot on Denver and Denver just lost and had like 16 points. Not a great offensive performance, but those guys still didn't have like a bad week necessarily. But the scary thing is like, if they don't start clicking and they start playing better teams than the Seahawks, who knows what's going to happen. But obviously the computer likes you at this point, you jumped up to number one. Blake, even though he lost this week, he's still projected number three. And that's not surprising. This team looks really good. Uh, I'm projected number four. Tom Roth dropped from number two, and now he's projected to be number five. Lucas, somehow Lucas is projected to be number six. He didn't seem to have a, a great week, but, yeah, his team must look pretty good. Uh, Tyler's projected number seven. Dylan's projected number eight. Thomas is projected. Oh, I'm sorry. Max projected nine. Thomas is bumped down, projected 10. Who are we missing? Ungi's projected 11th, even though he won this week. And Shuey, unsurprisingly, is projected to be 12th right now. Hopefully you can figure out that quarterback running back situation. Okay. Uh, so that was that was week one. Um, you guys want to look at like individual players just who had like the best fancy performance in our league? Yeah. I think we can do that. Okay. It's gotta be Mahomes first, right? Mahomes, Jefferson, Saquon was up there. Um, who else was there? Jamar. Probably Josh Allen. Those are good guesses. Okay, so Patrick Mahomes was the was the top fancy player this week in in our league. I'm not sure our league is just the points are slightly different than like a normal PPR league. So just keep that in mind when I'm saying these these points for this week. So yeah, Patrick Mahomes was the best player in our league. Justin Jefferson was right behind him, less than one point away, uh, 41.4. Patrick Mahomes had 42.2. So let's go. I can't say it enough. I'm super pumped about Just, Justin Jefferson. I like. Did you guys see any of that game? The back half of it, I had it on red zone throughout the day. Um, but, yeah, it was the back half once, once the Browns won, kind of watched the rest of it from there. I did watch it. It was sweet. Dude. They, they like the whole offense is Justin Jefferson. It's I like they're giving him, everybody's calling it the Cooper Cup treatment. I think they got that, what, offensive coordinator from the Rams from last season or something over there now. Correct. And uh, yeah. So he has the I, potential to win me this season. Uh, Saquon Barkley was the third best performance this week, 37.7 points. Thomas, what were you saying? Nothing important. <laughs> uh, Josh Allen's next had that huge 35.98 uh, point game. Carson Wentz is on nobody's team currently and had the fifth most points out of anybody in our league, 34.32. I mean, Shuey. 
I know you're obviously looking at him already, and you probably already claimed him. Shit, I forgot to talk about the waiver order. Shuey's number one. Uh, I'm sure you already claimed him, Shuey, but, like, that is crazy. Carson Wentz at the fifth biggest performance this week. I don't know if that's going to continue. Like, that trend is going to continue, but he's obviously good, and he's got good receivers. He's worth a shot. Like, pick, I would pick him up for this week if that was you. Uh, Cooper Cup is sitting at number six for this week with 33.8. Jonathan Taylor, 33.6. That's not surprising. Devontae Adams, a little bit surprising. I'm su- he kind of went off, didn't he? Yeah, I guess so. I mean. 32 points. I'm just surprised because, well, I guess I'm not surprised because their tight end and Hunter Renfro – did nothing this week. So yeah, they're Devante, obviously just giving everything to They basically just threw it to him only. It's going to be the same offense as Green Bay ran, which is, yeah, mm-hmm. throw it to Devontae Adams every time. Which I, yeah, you know, I they mean, have a little bit, they have a little bit better of a receiving core, I think, then. I mean, you got a better tight end with Waller and then even Renfro in there. But um, yeah, I mean, Derek Carr, that Devontae Adams, they played in college together. So it's a nice little uh, reunion there. We got a few more uh, players that have cracked the 30 points uh, for this week. I just want to get to those ones. So, uh, this is kind of a surprise. The Steelers defense got 32.1 points, the same number as Devontae Adams. They were playing the Bengals this week, just so everybody knows. And that is a big number. I mean, I don't think that might be the biggest defensive number we see all season. I don't know. Maybe not with the way I have it, but have these points going. But I don't, but that's surprising. Either way, that's surprising. Uh, after that, DeAndre Swift had 31 points and Jamar Chase had 30.9 points. So those were the those were the people that cracked 30 points this week. That's 11, I believe that's 11 players. So not bad. If you have more than one of those guys on your team, you're doing pretty good. I'd say that. Okay, uh, let's hit the waiver wire. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Uh, okay. So like I've said a couple times, Shuey has the first position in waivers this week. Uh, Luke has the second position. This is this is obviously reverse of the rankings right now. Uh, Thomas, you have third. Tyler, Mike, Blake, Matt, Dylan. We're basing we're basing it off of rankings. Yeah, it's the reverse. I think it should be. I think it should be ba- at least for week one, unless people already started using them, and that's why because it shouldn't be based off rankings. It should be off. It goes starting off draft order. That was before. Okay, so then that wouldn't adjust the rankings, though. It's already switched since last time. This is, like, brand new since week one is over. It's going to be based off rankings after every week? Correct, yeah. That's what I was trying to explain, like, at the beginning of the season. I was trying to explain waivers, and yes – each week it's going to go based off the rankings. So obviously this week, I think that's kind of BS. But well, what should it be? 
I think it should be it should be start off in one single rotation based off draft order, and then from there it just kind of rotates as to how you use it throughout um throughout the season. So like if you jump up and use your waiver claim, then you fall down to the bottom of the list. So you're saying like and then you continue to instance, build up as people use their waiver wires. So for instance, I know that I going into this week had the first claim on waivers. I did not pick anybody up on waivers going into week one. So coming out of week you one, should, you're saying I should still be at you the should, top. You, you shouldn't have even had week the first priority of waivers after, for going I, I, into week one. I didn't. People pick people up on waivers and I moved. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So you had eight, yeah. So then three, so four people picked up players before. Correct. And that's how it should be. And then it just so goes you're saying from there. I should still Where, be at the top so after, right now. Yes, correct. After Even week one, you I'm should the still third, be. I had like the third best. I won my yes. game. Yeah, that's how it should just stay like that. Where you're still sitting at the, you're still sitting at that top spot where you don't have to use even a waiver this week. Well, and you'll still be sitting in that top spot. This isn't something I changed this season. This is how it was. This is how it's set automatically. I wouldn't be surprised okay, if how it is in your other leagues. No, I know that for a fact. That it's not. That's what I was curious about when I first heard that. Well, we can take that offline and uh, and, and discuss with the group. Okay. I don't know if it's something I can even change. Which is fine. Yeah, if that's the case, then we roll with what we got. That's no biggie. I was just curious. Like I said, I felt like that's something I just heard about. I'm well, surprised it's with not it. something you just heard about because I explained I mean, it in the first episode of the season of our podcast. <laughs> That you are on. I Never literally yeah. explained it when I said what waivers was. I said it resets each week based on rankings. Okay. Then I misunderstood. So we'll move on. But I don't understand why. I mean, I, to me, week one is sort of weird because we have a bunch of teams that are tied for first and a bunch of teams that are tied for seventh is basically what it says on here because six teams have a 1-0 and record and six teams have an 0-1 record. So it's basically – based off of that and then points like I was just reading off before after this, I mean, if you're the worst team, if you have no wins after four weeks and you're the worst team, I think you should get that first spot in the waivers like Shuey. His team doesn't look good. And if he loses next week, I think he should have the first spot in waivers. Don't you think? I think it just gives everyone a chance then because it just, you could just hypothetically eventually get the first spot and you're like in first place and just but i guess if you're not using it then it yeah i mean like an advantage it can be where you don't use your waiver spot keep climbing up the order and if you have like one of those one top two spots and you've held onto it for a couple weeks that's where it can come into play like okay now you know this is a guy that's coming off a a huge week number one on waivers and that's like kind of the reward at least from what i look at it is Okay, that's where you can go snag that guy then. Sure. Okay, that makes total sense. And, like, I can understand how there's different strategy involved in that. I think that we're not going to change it this season. Like, as Commissioner, yeah, obviously, no, we're not going to change it this season. But for sure. certainly I think that adds more strategy. Like, players, you know, owners of these teams are going to have to consider that. Basically, when wouldn't there be their... less activity? 
Because you don't in want theory, to theory there would spot. be less activity. I, I don't know how how because like if you're bad right well, now, so, you would just want to pick all the time. Like you'd be first almost so, every week. So right now, though, real quick, um, if you pick up a guy today, like right now is technically when it's waivers. So correct, you can't just go ahead and add anybody up where there right. will still be activity because come tomorrow, everybody's a free agent where you don't have to use your waiver uh, spot tomorrow. Right, where you can go unless so it's, it's like a studs. top tier free agent. Well, no, for all players right now, there's like a period between Monday night, the end of that game until Wednesday, like midnight or something, 3 a.m., whatever it is, where everybody is on lock on waivers. You can't right. just go so, pick up. You can't pick it and drop anybody up freely. You have to right. wait till everything processes Wednesday because that's when trades can go through and, uh, and so, all that information. So too. let me just explain to be clear here. Okay, so we'll use the exact example we have. So Shuey is the first place. So let's say he claims Carson Wentz, okay? And let's say I also claim Carson Wentz. My position in, in waivers is 11, okay? So I'm way down the board. If Shuey claims him and I also claimed him, Shuey has priority. So he's going to get that guy. But as soon as he claims that guy, he drops to the bottom of the list, right? So he, he would be behind me. So if I have claimed like several guys on waivers, and one of those guys happens to drop to me in the 11th position of waivers, I'll, I'll get him, and then Shuey will be, like, next in line behind me or, or, I guess, behind Colin. Does that make sense? Yeah. I see what Thomas yeah. is saying, too, because it's like – one thing I – I totally agree with Thomas. Too. I've never thought about it like that, and I think oh. it's a good, a good way to do it. just adds more strategy to the game. I agree. So one thing I didn't Bigger think about – the one thing I didn't think about is this could – how it could – be and it could be in every league too and i just have never realized it. where they do this week one of the season and then this is the new waiver order the remainder of the year so i guess we'll find out after week two if any like say luke or tyler doesn't use a waiver spot here and they can just move up and if they're in that same spot where it's not based off of rankings going into next week then mm -hmm. we'll have an idea but if they if it continually continuously resets after I think that's uh, based off said. rankings yeah that's that's what I'm, yeah that's what it could be but so let me like just I, said, I didn't I didn't know if it could just be after week one this is how they reset it and then it goes throughout the whole season in kind of the way that I thought how it was but yeah uh, it could easily just reset weekly based off rankings which yeah that's what it is that's you know we move forward with it okay so here are the settings just so we know that we have currently there's currently a two day waiver period I think that starts uh tuesday like at 12:01 a.m or whatever and i think that ends wednesday night like at midnight okay i don't know if that's too long should i make it one day i don't know if, if you guys have input on that let me know and we can change it i think that's something we can change in the middle of the season we don't necessarily have to wait but that's the way it's set right now okay and it says waiver order resets each week to reverse order of standings. So that is our current setting for waivers. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I'm good with it. Let me see if I can find and see if there are other settings. I just would hate to like have like think about Josh. He's got so many injuries and like wonder if it didn't reset, then eventually he's not able to pick up players like, he has a couple guys out. He needs to like build a team, you know. Right. right. That just means he's guaranteed, though, to always get the best like 
top guy. Well, if he's, if he's the worst team in the league, I think he should have the first pick in waivers. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because if he's that good, then True. he's not going to be first pick anymore. So, Thomas. I see, I, yeah, I see, I see it from both ends. I, I understand that part, too. This is something that after this season we should definitely discuss and see what, what everybody thinks about it. It's a, definitely a good conversation to have. Thomas, just to touch on, just to say this, there is another setting in here. The other setting is move to last after claim, never reset order. So basically it would be I manually set the waiver order, which will be the reverse of the draft order. And that is right after we draft, I'll set that. And it'll be that'll be the way it starts. And then it will never reset. If you claim somebody, you'll drop to the bottom of the list. And if you don't claim somebody, you'll keep getting bumped up. I think that's a good conversation to have. Uh, it's a good, that's a good like small detail setting to look at for the league. I think it just, again, gives more strategy, a little bit different strategy. You got to think about your waivers. You can save them. But at least for like getting people into fantasy, I think it's easier and more beneficial for teams that aren't as good or teams that like Shuey's experience, but his team is just like super bad luck this week and in that situation like you should be able to go on and like get some get some guys off waivers you know what i, mean? I agree like, what, I, and yeah, i don't think I that agree. would last forever it's not like if you're bad you're just going to keep getting first pick because technically you should be getting if you're using the waiver order right so i don't think it's unfair if you're right. it's in not, last place then yeah you should get i don't think pick. it's unfair but i do see thomas's point and i think it's something fun that we could talk about um yeah. Oh, I think one more thing I wanted to touch on. We I missed uh, one new team name. Actually, two new team names. Thomas's new team name is Kicker Outscored QB, which is hilarious uh, and <laughs> so, true. So I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing yet. I I just knew. Uh, you know, I wanted to update it after after week one with Maddie Safford and uh, and Tyler Bass. Um, I think it might just be kind of where I update it weekly to just kind of headlines throughout the week. Like throughout it. the league. I'm if just you not even it's still, it's still a, and I it's was still gonna, a thought it's still a thought, but um, you know, stay tuned. We'll see how we yeah, can if go. If you want to update weekly and you find one that's good and you land on it, I guess that's good enough. You know, if you float through the whole season and then uh, we can vote on like whatever one you stick with at the end, like for the playoffs or whatever. I think that'd be fine. Colin, what were you gonna say? That's what I was going to ask. Like, are we cool with people change? I I'm cool with fun. it. I just want people to mix them up and have fun. I think I'm just going to be fucking around with I it all. Everybody season. has except for Ungi, and I think we have not confirmed that Ungi has listened to the podcast yet. So I don't know if it's funny if I should tell him or if we should uh, or what if we should just keep it from him and not tell him and see how long it lasts. We can have this like as an we got to make a code joke. word. <laughs> yeah. So that'd be CB3. that'd be hilarious. Uh, also, shout out to Tom Roth, who changed his name to Mix On, Mix Off. So he has he has Joe Mixon on his team. Yeah, Wax On, Wax Off. Exactly. Okay, so Tom. very creative, Tom. Hopefully that's not like a Mixon On, have a good game, Mixon Off, have a bad game. Hopefully he's always on for you, Tom. Um, all right, everybody. Yeah, except for when he plays the Browns. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. 
Hopefully you won this week. If not, get better. Peace. Peace. See ya.